Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, Houdat Nation? And welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast. Hey, what's up, Houdat Nation? And thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast, the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeff. And on this episode, we're going to talk about the breaking news of Cam Jordan's contract extension, and maybe we'll get into a little bit about John Gruden's second visit to consult with the Saints on how to create an offensive offense. So put your seatbelts on, give your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times, and enjoy the show. On today's show, we've got James and Wesley. Jason's out playing golf in the 101-plus degree heat. Don't know why he would do that, but whatever. Welcome, fellas. How are we doing on this fine steaming hot friday it's not steaming hot where i am hmm. well you can have some of our degrees yes please send them <laughs> apart from apart from that though it's friday evening and i finished work for the week so it's all good good deal all right i mean here, here we are we're seeing real real football played uh, whatever you want to call it, like not a single nfl starter playing for the uh, jets and the, the chiefs but it was still real football people lined up against each other and we're seeing it in practice too so it's pretty cool to uh to be yeah. getting that officially, there has been a game. Uh, nine days away from the first Saints game of the season. Countdown. We should do a countdown. But breaking news, like we said, Scam Jordan and the Saints have announced a contract extension. Was this something you've been expecting, or why did they do this now? I think that we were we, we should have been expecting it uh, just with you know Cam and his commitment to the team and how he's um, continued to age gracefully and. 
you know, said that with his health and the this is the best he's felt in an offseason, he said, in years. And now he has a goal of playing 15 years. And I think it's pretty clear that he would like for his entire career to be with the Saints. So we should have seen this coming. And to be fair with the, the amounts, there was some amounts thrown out there that I would probably been a little irritated and upset about. But the amount that this ended up at is perfect. I think it's it, it's good for Cam, but it's also very much a team-friendly deal. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for us too yeah and that is it's two two extra years or two years 27 and a half million dollars that the right number yep we, and then with everything said and done comes out to about 10 million a year how much is it going to be on the cap actual cap hit is that i haven't seen that yet million against yep. the cap so i don't know if this is updated or not but on spotrack.com it says he signed a three-year, fifty-two-point-five million contract. Was that the previous contract? That will yep. include, yeah, that was okay. that was the previous. So he's got a year left of that, hasn't he? And then this new contract is tacked on to the well, end of that. So is that what it? Okay. So he's got three years. So he's got this year, and then two years after. He's twenty-four and twenty-five. Yeah, he was already signed for this year, so this was added upon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, and it looks like this year he's a fifteen million cap hit. And according to this, again, I don't know if this was updated after this contract, but it says twenty three point three million cap hit next year. Does that I think sound right? that's before that was his. That was before Previous. with his like money that's being pushed out and stuff like that. Like, yeah, this needed to happen for multiple. Okay, reasons. for for that reason, so that'll spread it out. Yeah. Is there any dead money at the end of this? Like, say he leaves, retires, are we still? I mean, it's the Saints, so I mean, if there isn't already, yes, there will be. Like, <laughs> let's just go ahead and accept that that whatever yeah. that is. His, yeah. By the time next year comes around, his cap hit's going to be six million dollars, and there's going to be in twenty twenty eight, we're going to own another eleven, and like, just, yeah, whatever. Okay, this this might be a two year contract, but with two ghost years tacked on to the end for cap purposes when it's when it's like officially hits the books. So, yeah. I'm sure smarter cap people than us will tell us that tomorrow. So really, this was a smart move then, because if you look at what the cap hit was going to be next year, they probably this is a good move and just helping with that situation before we even get there. Uh, Once again, Mickey Loomis is outsmarting all the capologists, all the national talking heads, and all of the analysts in the cluster. Well, and I'll I'll also (laughs) assume that uh, we're, we're... looking at the, the hope is that you know players like granderson and foskey lord help us even peyton turner you know take steps and like develop a little bit over this year and the next couple of years and so cam is in there not being asked to play um, a, a, such a large percentage of the snaps um, and he's able to you know still stay effective as he gets older and all that and and to be fair um, we've seen stretches where cam has appeared to like oh here's the wall he's finally slowed down and then he throws up some big game and finishes out the season good. And so his career stats each year by year have stayed pretty consistent. He's obviously had some mm-hmm. peak years a few years ago. But um, and then I think just the eye test watching him play, he's still one of the smartest guys out there. And even when we're finishing sacks and the, the numbers that look good, um, he's putting pressure on quarterbacks. He's being double teamed still a ton for a 34, yeah. 35 year old or you know, year right. old player. And then he's also um, still, I think he's the best I've ever seen at the uh, at recognizing the bootleg when he's like, it's, they run this great bootleg where everybody on the defense and even all the offensive players go one way. And it's just Cam and a quarterback stand on the other side of the field. 
<laughs> over and over again we've seen it he never falls for it it's uh, uh it, it's it's great that he's able to to be so smart and so I, I think the same thing with demario davis it's this now he's so damn smart that he may be slowing down but we're not seeing it because his experience levels right. so dang high and he adds a little technique right i mean and when you get older you don't rely solely on speed and or strength that you yeah make some moves it's, it's and... great play recognition and knowing where to be mm -hmm. rather than getting there quickly after you've realized what's happening yeah and, and, and just with it too, there cannot be a guy in the league ever who talks more trash but nobody hates because right? he does it in like a funny respectful way and like he he talks some serious trash uh, on Twitter and in interviews say earlier this but, year, but, when he was but you never fun get anybody that's like, oh, yeah, screw that guy. We hate Cam Jordan. Like he, he just, he just does it in such a funny, genuine, smiling way. I mean, and sometimes he's, I mean, he's downright just disrespectful to NFC South quarterbacks and yep. left tack and in the uh, right tackles. But, uh, but nobody, you don't hear anybody like really talking trash back about him or hating on him. He's got such a personality. And when it first started, when he first came in. And he was kind of being fun and, and silly at times. I didn't know how to take it because I've never seen, you know, a big defensive end act like that before. And every year, I mean, you get even look at it this year with his headshot. And then I guess somewhere somebody posted all his headshots each year. And if you swipe <laughs> through them, you see like apparently he's been like doing this for years. I never really noticed. Until yep. this year when we got the, I call it the rock. Like he's got the one eyebrow up, which is awesome. Probably the best one ever. I mean, such a great personality. And I love that he will only have ever played for the Saints. That's it's, it. It's 100%. Great. He, he, it's really, really no, no better recruiter that there's ever been for the Saints. He loves this organization, loves this city, and um, puts it all out there for him. Yep. Only missed two games out of 12 seasons. 194 but, total. And to be fair, he did not want to miss either one of them. One of them was a COVID suspension he had to miss. And then the other was a broken eye, um, eye socket where he wanted to just put a face mask on. And he was mad that they told him, like, you cannot play in this game. Yeah. So I mean, he, he did, did not see that coming. <laughs> okay. so. All right. So this contract is the largest average and guarantees for any defensive player in the in NFL history at the age of 34 is that well we're, we're sure putting a lot of check marks there in order to make it the uh -huh. biggest or what I, I mean like <laughs> who signed on a Thursday after <laughs> yeah <laughs> in August <laughs> um it, yeah it's not the biggest defensive end contract right I mean no, when I mean, you look at guarantees honestly, and I, average. I think with what he's done the last few years, which is being around that 10 sack mark and the way he's a leader and on this team, um, th this amount of money that, you know, over the next couple of years, we expect the next two years, the cap is going up quickly, mm -hmm. um, especially next year. And then we'll see that the next two. I mean, this is going to equate to what this year would be about a $10 million contract, which for if he even just remotely stays in the seven to eight sack range, Good money for the, the stuff that he does and the leader he's going to be and hopefully the the, the development that uh, these other players are going to have. I, you can't be mad about it. Yeah. What was the? Do we know what was the cap this year for teams? I know next year it's two hundred and fifty six million. They haven't announced what it is. I next don't year know yet. what. Uh, 
projected. Sorry, that's projected. Oh yeah, two fifty six. It was it was around two thirty or something like that. Two twenty nine. Okay. But I'm making that up. I have no idea. I did okay. not prepare for the show with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, just kind of yeah, seeing how like two twenty four point eight million. There we go. That was this year two twenty four. So, so if so, it goes up thirty five million or thirty two million dollars, that's right. a jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, this ends up being $10 million, basically, we're paying yeah. for him. So. Well, I think the main thing is, right, so if anybody listening doesn't panic over, oh, my God, how much are we paying this 34-year-old guy? Well, to be fair, if he gets one and a half sacks this year and one next year, people are going to freak out. And that kind of makes sense. But again, until we have not seen an any, for, we have not seen a year-long, um, you know, job of him of him getting worse or, or looking like he's slowing down so like as long as he- would, yeah yeah i mean it's it's better than like I, I guess i'd still rather pay that much for cam jordan to be on the field and not get sacks because if he's drawing the double coverage and it's opening it up for somebody else to get in there and it's kind of like the davenport effect where he makes the line better uh it's still better than paying yeah. uh, trey turner a million dollars to you know practice for a half a day He's he's earned that money, and he doesn't strike me as the type of person who's going to slow down um, on purpose because he's got that money. No, he he's wants not he wants it all the way through. He well, he he clearly does. Yeah. Well, I'll just say I don't I don't think I want to be real careful about what I'm saying. Is I I am not going to say he's earned this money already, or it's this is for what he's done in the past. I I think the expectation for himself and for the team is that this is going to look like a team-friendly deal in two years, and he's going to continue to play at a decently high level. Um, and, you know, I mean, hopefully, you know, round out a Hall of Fame career that here in, you know, eight years we're, we're seeing him as a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. That's Who is the segue. oldest? <laughs> okay, what does he need to do over the next three years then to qualify? Because, well, before we get into that, the first thing is, I mean, he is a Saints Ring of Honor, right? 100, like right now. Like yes. going into the Ring of Honor when, whenever it's time to do that. Yes. He is, I would go so far as to say now, the second best, second greatest Saints player of all time. I think there's an argument that could be made, a very strong argument. Defensive player of all time? Man, Second best Saints player of all time. So you, you say Number Drew one defensive player of all time. So I think there's a there's an argument, though, there for me. Like, I think you can put that him with Ricky Jackson. and That's his, that's his competition, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And maybe Marshawn Lattimore by by the end of by it the all. end of it is, oh, is a conversation. He, he, cl- yes, clearly, Lattimore yeah. plays fifteen years for the Saints at this mm-hmm. level. That he's in that conversation. For yeah, you. yeah, yeah. And then Toy Cook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, the oldest defensive end it was forty-one years old. Do you think Cam Jordan has it in him to play beyond this contract? I, I don't. I mean. It sounded very, very clear to me that he was intending to play this contract out, and then that would be it from from well, his press know, conference. He, he, he did actually say, "We will see about year 16. but right mm-hmm. now, I think year it depends 15, on if they win. He, he, he did say, I, 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 "Super Bowl, uh, he's out." I, I think it's a huge expectation to think that beyond fifteen years, uh, that he can, I mean, mm-hmm. still be. He's aiming for the 
best possible way to go out because in his 15th season, the Super Bowl is in the Superdome. Wow. And they have back to back for that? And, wow. And he, and he <laughs> talked about that, that, that his last season of this contract, the Superdome, Super Bowl is in the Superdome. And he, that would be, that's what he's aiming for. And he said at the time, that's at least my second ring. There you go. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So, so Saints Ring of Honor. Get him a Super Bowl ring in New Orleans to finish it up. Then what does he need to do between now and then to make it into the NFL Hall of Fame, whether first ballot or not? Well, I, I mean, right now, I think kind of the line, I mean, one of the lines that's there. So he's at 115 and a half sacks. And you've got a player like Jared Allen with 136 career sacks that is not in the Hall of Fame. Um, so, I mean, you really got to make a run of that 140 to 150 range, um, which we're talking about 140. That's eight sacks a year over the next three years that he's got to average to, to get there. Um, I mean, I don't think he can – he can't fall off. Like, he's going to have to stay in that 8 to 10 range. Get as close to 150 is probably – necessary um i mean and don't get me wrong you do have guys like demarcus Ware that i think ended with 117 sacks in his career and stuff like that um so there's there's examples of guys that are still respected depending on maybe a shorter career like um but i i don't know i think that um one he's a nice guy so media if he's on that borderline where he can get to 140 where nobody looks dumb for voting him in media is gonna like him mm -hmm. um, yeah and i think i think he's gonna immediately retire and go into a very uh, face forward role for the nfl or one of the nfl coverage networks he's he's the best interview on all the shows all the nfl shows love having him on um and you see people tweeting about it that aren't saints fans about how great he is and he's just fun to talk to he's immediately going to go on some show so everybody's going to like him and want to vote for him he's got to hit that minimum seriously i think about 140 um to where somebody doesn't look stupid like they're just doing their buddy a favor by voting him in, though. And guys like Jared Allen, I mean, the reason he's keeps getting passed up could very well just be its timing, right? It's you look at who else is eligible and it's just not there. So like Cam Jordan might if it if Jared Allen's gotta wait three to you know, well now three, so say five years to get in, Cam Jordan might have to wait six, seven, eight years before he gets in after retirement i mean you got people like breezers you know like breeze has to get in like tom brady's gonna have to get in you got you got a, a lot of big names coming up so it's gonna well, be I mean, those guys harder. will all be those guys will all well, be in be, before yeah, cam even retires that's true yeah so but, i mean i think know, some of it'll see I, I think he gets in pretty if he gets to 140 i think he gets in there pretty yeah. quickly in the first couple of years mm -hmm. i think It'll help if he gets a Super Bowl win as well in the next three years. That'll only go towards yeah. helping the helping the case. For sure. There may be not be a better guy to have on camera when the Super Bowl is over and the confetti's coming down than, than Cam Jordan, because he's gonna be just joyously having a great time yeah. um, and, and really enjoying himself. He's, He'll be the the opposite of Travis Kelsey. Like he won't be <laughs> as uh, you you won't have to take the mic away from him because you're scared of what he's gonna say. Y'all see that on the White House with him? Yes. And, oh, that was yes. funny. <laughs> um, okay, so the other thing is, does Cam Jordan have the respect around the NFL 
like we know how good he is, but he almost feels like almost like a Marcus Colson where we all know how good they are, but it's a quiet good. Like you don't see the NFL media nationwide really talking about Cam Jordan a lot. I don't know. I mean, they do if they got to talk about the Saints, they'll talk about him, but they don't obsess over him like they do Justin Jefferson or uh, pretty much towards the end of a couple seasons. He's been he's been in those discussions about the top five or ten people for defensive player of the year, which I think where he's going to get a lot of respect is, you know, so a lot of people said Breeze never won the the NFL MVP because he was in a system that was made Mm -hmm. for him to look good on. Cam Jordan has been in the opposite of a system that was made to make Cam Jordan look good. <laughs> and I think that he gets, if there's a Saints player from, whether it's true or not, looking back on it, media is going to say that for a decade, we've generally had a pretty poor defense. Um, now, again, that's not necessarily true, but but it's come across that way, and we've been an offensive team and all that. So I think having someone who sticks out as a premier <laughs> defender who's also well-liked, um, I think it's going to be in his favor um, rather than uh, a detriment to him. Okay. James, what do you think? I think he's never been the type of player that is, I mean, he's had one exceptional season where he got, was it 14? 15 and a half sacks. 15, 15 and a half sacks. Apart from that, it's been the eight to 10. I think 12, he had a couple of years, didn't he, where he had 12 sacks. So he's never been at the head of the sack table, if you if you want to call it that. He's never been at the top of the uh, of the of the sacks for the season. Um, I think he gets respect around the league. You know, there, there's enough people talking about it. There's enough people tweeting about it this morning. You know, from the national media, and that doesn't often happen for the Saints when a when a player signs a contract extension that the national media pick up on it and uh, and you know tweet it out and make comments on it so um you know i think um, i think he gets plenty of respect probably not the amount of respect he deserves or we think he deserves but i think he's definitely there and, okay. and just the, for, he, he does have the 15 and a half sack year in 2019 he does have one 13 sack year and two 12 and a half sack years okay and a, tw- and a 12 but his run from 17 18 19 was 13 12 and 15 and a half that's a good three-year run right there yes that, that, that stacks up with any elite pass rusher that. Well, yeah. and pretty cool. Like, so, yeah, he only had eight and a half sacks last year. But last year was he tied for the most um, sack or uh, tackles assists of his um, career. And he last year was the number two year of his career for combined uh, tackles. So, I mean, he's still an active so defensive player. In like play. He's in every play. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's there. Yeah. And you don't often reading. see him whiffing on a tackle. No. You know what I hate is when I see him about to get the quarterback and it just feels like he just, that's where you start to question, has he lost a little bit of a step? Because you'll see those like bootlegs, Wesley, where it's him chasing down the quarterback, but he just can't get to him in time to get the sack. But I guess it, the, the rushing the quarterback and pressuring him is just as, off-putting maybe but oh it's like oh cam jordan could have just got another sack so speaking of that do you have any favorite plays or games over the years that come to mind when you think about cam jordan like what do you feel like he is known for 
at least one in your game, mind. And, and Wesley, if I'm stealing this from you, I apologize. I, I figured game. you were going to take the Falcons game, so I yes. uh, took a different one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the Falcons game on Thanksgiving in Atlanta when he got four four sacks. Um, and completely, Where he started the season slow, and we were worried yeah. for a minute. And he completely dominated that game um, and picked up four sacks, and that's the famous turkey chewing interview after yeah. the after the game um that that's the one that really stands out for me um that was that was as good a defensive line performance from an individual player that i've ever seen on a saint from a saints player so my my favorite one is also against a division opponent um and it was uh the to, to 2021 season week 16 we played the carolina panthers um saints are seven and eight need the win to have a chance to to make the playoffs We've spot Carolina 10 points. Sam Darnold looks like he's, I mean, we, we're losing 10 to zero. And then Cam Jordan goes crazy and has three and a half sacks in the game. Um, what's cool, we end up sacking him, uh, Darnold, seven times in, in the game as well. Um, but the biggest thing that was, I mean, and, and I think Carolina finished with uh, under 180 yards total offense. I mean, it just turned it on and completely killed them. But you can go watch. One thing I loved about it is, and he, so he, fin- he gets three and a half sacks, finishes the year with 12 and a half sacks. You know, great, great, uh, great uh, year late in his career. But the sacks were so smart. One of the sacks, um, two of them look like surefire penalties on the way you were going to tackle the quarterback. One of them, he's going out of bounds. He's chasing him. He's kind of grabbing the quarterback. And as they're going down, he throws his arms and lets go of the quarterback who goes out of bounds. And everywhere else, that's a late hit out of bounds or horse collar or something like that. And then he had another one where he truly – horse collared him grabbed him from behind and he just pulled him into a bear hug and pulled him down then darnold gets up like trying to get a horse collar it's like no but those two of the sacks were really smart plays that pretty much always result in a 15 yard penalty and an automatic first down and he's just been doing it so long and it's so smart that he uh, got it and he put us in a position at, at the end of that game we're in a position to make the playoffs now obviously i think counting on the lions or something or, bears or something stupid to to win didn't happen but uh he at least did. He did his part. Jeff, that's, you got any Cam Jordan moments that you uh, that bring a tear to your eye? I, <laughs> nothing that brings a tear to my eye. I mean, I, mine would have been James's pick. Anything as well, that makes you drip? Falcons game <laughs> gets my my cluster going. I think uh, one of his most famous plays was the <laughs> touchdown he scored against Detroit, where he tipped. That Matt was Stafford. that was incredible. Like at the end of the game, and just b- bats the ball up in the air and catches it in the end zone. So wasn't that game like fifty-two, forty-eight, or something like that? And, yeah, the and game it was, was that going touchdown. all the way. It was just back and forth. Nobody was going to play defense in that game, and yeah, it's a, it's and, a and he literally tipped end. tipped an interception to himself in the end zone. Brilliant, yeah, brilliant play. Great. What about funny comments or potent quotables? Because he, like I mean, he said earlier, he's known for being a good interview and giving some good lines or tweets. And, you know, he, the guy is like a master of Twitter as well. He's had a couple of times. I think he's done this at least two or three times of stuff where NFC South tackles have retired or been traded or been cut. And he's like, no, I, I, it's, it's the funniest <laughs> things the way he's come across of like, no, like that's he's my favorite. Who, what am I gonna do? Like, and, and I think he's had some funny ones on Matt Ryan too, but there was some uh-huh. just different ones when tackles that he's faced have retired and he just from the uh, Panthers, Bucks, or, or um, Falcons have been so funny with his just his, his reactions about acting like he's upset or speed bumps as he calls them. 
<laughs> well, that was that was one of the Falcons tackles that he called. Like I think he just called him Speed Bump for a couple of years. Yeah, Speed Bump McGee. <laughs> yeah, that's what. <laughs> well, here was there was one where he said something about Matt Ryan. I, I don't know what the question was. Was currently Matt Ryan. Some would say the greatest connection between a defensive end <laughs> and a quarterback. Twenty three sacks, twenty two games played. I think Matt Ryan enjoys our hugs as much as I do. <laughs> But that is the most sacked quarterback by an individual player, isn't it? Matt, Matt Ryan. Yeah, he owned Matt Ryan, yeah. I mean, you got the, the the image of that one with Matt Ryan laying on the ground and Cam Jordan just kind of like on top of it, leaning. Like, I don't know, it's like a, a lion on top of its prey after it's made the kill. <laughs> it's awesome. Then what are what are they? One in five against us? Taysom, Jameis, Trevor, which QB do you want to see us win with? <laughs> Jeez. I mean, the guy is, yeah, you're right. Like he is able to deliver the smack talk in a way that you can't, it's not like, it's not like CD deuce. It's not obnoxious. Right. Where you hate him. You can tell that he's just, he's being witty and he's just having fun and he doesn't really mean true harm by it. Unless it's against Atlanta, I guess. So, all right. So then, uh, that's about it. I think we got I mean, the last thing I think you could also say about Cam Jordan is he's a great father. I mean, ever like from the he's always about his kid, the kids or kid. I know he's got kids. one. He's got yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like the, he's got a boy and three, three girls. girls. Yeah. And I'll so, tell you what, that 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 boy of his is going to be recruited like hell that kid's um, got some... for colleges because yeah. he's got a hell of a lineage there with his with his Cam Jordan's dad and obviously Cam Jordan and even Cam Jordan's mum was a all pro at basketball apparently as well. So Ooh. there's some good genes there. Yeah, absolutely. And good hair. Always. Uh, it's very important. His dad's still yeah. rocking a crazy yeah. hairdo. Too. I'm telling you, Cam Jordan. Like, Jerry cool. Remember it? when he had the long hair? I, I'm glad he changed that. Like he, I don't think he looked as good with the, the rose, like the, I don't know. I like him with his hair, not braided up. So, going into fashion for Cam Jordan now. Affect me one way or the yeah. other. What is happening? And that's the other thing. He's a fashion guy too. Like he always was trying to dress snazzy and snappy. I mean, the guy. He's just, Jordan. I don't know who he's got for his like personal marketing, personal brand. Consultant. I'm pretty sure it's him. It's right. Yeah, it is unique. It is one of a kind. So, keep it up, Cam. Good job. All right. Uh, then, real quick, just to wrap up, just this end of this week, John Gruden did return to new orleans this time he wore saints clothes and as uh one might predict there is a segment of the who nation on twitter who are not happy about this just like the last time and there's the other side of the who nation who are saying well the guy is going to help us with offense and uh let's not overreact but there's a question because i've seen a couple of people Maybe it was in Joe in jest, but um, if things don't work out with Dennis Allen, do you think Gail would consider hiring John Gruden as the next Saints head coach, and or would the NFL allow it? With no doubt, she would. To me, she like, would. If if she wouldn't hire him, he wouldn't be in the building right now. If she wouldn't give him a, also give him a job, I don't. I don't think any of them are dumb enough to, you know thumb their nose at the league by saying like, Oh, he's our assistant offensive coordinator right now. Mm -hmm. I think the way they're doing it is perfect. 
is just kind of put your toe in the water. See, he's not an advisor. He's not a coach. He's just coming to hang out and he's going to attend some meetings, which means he's an advisor, (laughs) right? Um, So, but they're they're being smart about it, and I think that. But the big thing is, is because I mean, John Gruden is suing the NFL right now. Not be. I don't think it's because of the stuff he did years ago and the the emails and all. I think they would handle that for for using those emails to discredit and. and, because and hurt because his ability is, to earn an income because it was if roger goodell released those emails he will go to prison like this is like it's a who? huge huge um crime no who um, will go to prison roger goodell oh okay there, there I, I wrote a really good article about this a couple weeks ago and it's like, like what did john slam, slam the door i mean if if John Gruden can somehow get the right pathways with his lawyers to prove who did this, whoever released the emails is going to prison now because it's private or something. A hundred percent, like everything. I mean, that doesn't make what he said right with the either. NFL Let's, and all that kind of stuff. Right. And it's Let's, someone. And the the rumor was is that people were trying to say that uh, former owner Dan Snyder of the Commanders did it. And Dan Snyder's like, wasn't me. Y'all, I, y'all go find out who it was. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be involved with it at all. As many dumb things he's done, it wouldn't have made right. sense for him to do that because it hurt his own franchise. Yeah. So, and and um, again, but I think but- that's the reason. Not, I, I think that by now that enough time has passed with the emails that somebody could just handle a firestorm for a few weeks of with hiring him. Mm-hmm. If you bring him in for meetings, well, then it's going to be published. Could that on be what ESPN, Alvin Kamara might have softened Goodell up a little bit too uh, with his meeting yesterday? Like, hey, let's talk about this stuff. Oh, by the way, what did we get you feeling on John Gruden? <laughs> Hypothetically, how would you feel about him in a Saints uniform <laughs> or uh, whatever? Uh, do you? And now Dennis Allen says, "Don't read too much into it, the fact that he's here." Right, which okay, he needs to say he's here um, for the whole weekend, so he's 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 here for three days. Oh, he's here to get some of those uh funnel cakes for breakfast at the funnel cake at Cafe du Monde, vignettes. But <laughs> James, how would you feel? Because when I asked, I noticed you kind of shook your head. How would you feel if, say, Dennis Allen left and John Gruden became the Saints head coach? It, my- my my face I pulled was more because I don't think the NFL are going to allow him to coach again because he's suing the NFL. That's at least until that's my... resolved, right? Yeah. Um, do, you, do you know what? If it gives the Saints the best opportunity to win, I don't think I... it would. I don't think it would because if he's suing the NFL, if you thought Roger Goodell hated the Saints before. You don't think the script writers will ever give John Gruden a Super Bowl? I I don't think he's ever going to coach in the NFL. Again. I mean, I don't. Not, not, you don't sue the league and then come back and he's going to be um he's going to be Pete Rose from the NFL. Yeah, he'll be. Is he going to do the Colin Kaepernick thing the next twelve years where like he goes up and he's like we, we got a video of him watching yeah, tape. He's like still still ready. Still ready. He's going to be. He's, he's, he's got to like, be a mannequin up. He's got a mannequin that he's yelling at. And he's like, I'm just staying ready, just waiting for my opportunity. <laughs> and then every time there's a coaching vacancy, there's going to be a rumor that he's going to get the guy, get the gig. Yeah. He's, he's, he's John Gruden is the leading candidate yep, for the next 10 years. <laughs> I mean, he'll get a hell coaching job before Eric Bieniemy. Oh. <laughs> Maybe Bieniemy doesn't want to be a head coach. Eh. <laughs> Wait, 
Why is he interviewed 17 times? <laughs> That's about it for John Gruden. But the other, the, the final thing we need to talk about is Alvin Kamara's suspension news has come out. And I believe it is three games. Yeah. Yep. And right about where we all were hoping. Right. Yeah. <laughs> two I mean, to, we said two to four. And this is between two and four. Yeah, I think every bit of what we saw on tape and how the rules of the NFL work that six games was expected. And if they went over that, I was going to be like, yeah, that sucks. But he stomped the shit out of the guy. Um, so when they came to a plea agreement, I'm like, he still could get six and that would make sense. But man, anything four or under was was a win. And right now we're at three. Now, there's no news right now whether or not um, Kamara is going to um, appeal and try to get it to two. But from what was said today, I don't know how much. I mean, he he owned it and said, "I screwed up. I embarrassed myself, the team, the NFL." Like he's he's doing the right thing of, of trying to own it and move on. I think, but hey, three games is a win, so it's going to be the first three games of the year. They did right. confirm as well so yeah. where we're going to start. They also suspended the Colts cornerback Chris Lemons for three games for the same incident. So consistent across the board. Yeah, I mean, Alvin did a really, really long press conference today um, to the point where even the Saints guy was like, you need to finish. And he's like, no, 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 leave me. I'm in the flow here. Let, let, let me talk. I've never seen him so relaxed. So it's very, very clear that a weight has been lifted from his from his shoulders. And he was talking and talking and talking. I think he went for something like 35 minutes just answering questions which is not everything. what he normally really. does. Which is not no, it's not what he normally does. And 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 it was great to see. But you could you could almost he, when was the last time you saw him smile? Because hmm. he used it's to nice smile to be a lot. Putting this, he? yeah, he's putting all this behind. Like, give him some yeah. airheads, man. He. Well, we're sitting here now. So we're, first three games are going to be the the Titans, Panthers, and Packers. And the biggest thing with all this is the Saints did what they had to do, but have not done in years. And we are prepared to play a games without him. Yeah. Right. Um, so we have two starting running backs in Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller mm-hmm. who can take over and make sure that we're okay and we're able to run the ball. And let's not forget Taysom Hill who averages six yards a carry. So we're going to be able to run the ball in those yeah. three games. And, and let's just say one thing that I'll call the, the Mark Ingram effect is that over the last two years, we are one and six without Alvin Kamara and we're 15 and 12 with him. A team that has not had a winning record, we're one and six without him. So with him, we ha- we do have a winning record. So they finally realized and put ourselves in position that we have to be able to play games where he without him. And right, be able you to can't win go win with Ozigbo instead no. of so Kamara. That's why we you're are running. in position now to run the ball. We have three people who can run the ball um, effectively um, in the NFL without, without Kamara. And then, I mean, you're talking about a shot in the arm when he, when he comes in and then first games against the Bucks. Question. question. You got a passing attack that can yeah. cover for him. Do we need to put him on the 53 or does he not count towards the 53? He until has to he's be on the 53. He has to be on the 53. He, right, he'll okay. have to be on the initial 53. Yeah. I right, know. So what did he say? You think that got this suspension or do you think that really he didn't need to go talk? It was going to be three anyway. Like, you think he said anything yesterday that changed it? Or was yesterday, like, he actually went there to do the final negotiation, and it was between, you know, six to four to three, you know, where they, 
He was like, you know what? If, if Roger Goodell said, look, you go out there and do a big apology and you like his comment where I embarrass myself, I embarrass my family, I embarrass my mother, I embarrass the shield. I embarrass the NFL. Like he's definitely uh, like almost like, is he Roger Goodell's little you think lap he was dog prompted? at this point for a minute? Yeah. Like they, the NFL wrote his apology for him. Like you're going to read the scripts that we write. I think it was probably more something that, what I'm going to just choose to believe is that one, no matter what he said yesterday, it didn't have any effect on Roger Goodell's mind and what he wanted to do. I, I really think that Roger seems like somebody who makes up his mind and that's kind of where he's going. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hope that Alvin Kamara and what he wanted to do and talk to Goodell was about Alvin Kamara and about himself. Of He truly, he said today, I'm embarrassed and I sh- this was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope that he went there to go like and look at me in the eye and say, I'm not trying to talk you out of anything. I, I get it. I'm getting suspended. I'm embarrassed. Sign of respect. I shouldn't have done this. You you will not see me do this again. Right. Um, and, and I hope I hope that's what it was because I, I think I'm a man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, if too many people think that he flew up there and talked Roger Goodell from five to three games, I, you know, I think you're crazy. I mean, right. Like I, right. No. I, and, I like and again, that, the like, fact that the other guy was, did not go and talk to Roger Goodell and was suspended the same amount. Was, I mean, yeah. Well, but the uh, yeah. And I think though that the Roger Goodell and, and the the Shield knows like Kamara is a face of the league. You know, it's it's a nationally recognized brand or player that they want to make sure has good standing. I think that I will applaud actually for the first time ever. I feel like Roger and the disciplinary committee actually got one right. You know, like they they didn't overreact. They didn't move too fast. They didn't go too many games. They were consistent with both players getting the same thing. Like this was handled better than I think they've handled. And they did ninety eight percent important. See, I think they didn't. I think that I mean they wait. It's been almost like two years, or well, they have to wait. No, for the no, they have to wait on the trial. To, no, yeah, 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 as yeah. soon as they okay, was, okay, they, okay. They, there's been DUIs that got settled and they didn't do the suspension for nine months. Okay. I think it was really big that they got so this out of the way right now. I think that's, that's in, in our favor. Um, but also, yeah, the, the leak who fined Alvin Kamara for wearing red and green shoes on Christmas right. Day, then used the picture of him wearing the shoes in all kinds of advertisements for years about Christmas Day games. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, they, they, they do like to exploit him when they can. Right. Um, and uh, it's, you know, Let's. Uh, I think everybody wants it behind them, and I, I we couldn't be happy. I couldn't be happier with the resolution. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The only thing that might make it better is if it were later in the season, so we could get him for the first three games. But it's not. You that come out of these three games two and one, and you're you're basically which a unscathed. lot of us were predicting anyway. But but whatever you come out of this two and one, you're unscathed, right? Um, and you just you, you move you move. And like, oh, yeah, J- Jason had this zero and three, didn't he? That's yeah. pretty much. I mean, Jason's the kind of. <laughs> Jason's got us one and four in each uh, quarter of the season. (laughs) So, okay. Yeah. Then decent. Good. That's obviously the weight lifted off his shoulders. That's why he's smiling. It seems like he's excited and ready to get going. Final thoughts, James. So my final thought is Wesley, you mentioned it before. We actually had some almost real football last night. Um, I haven't, I've watched the highlights. I've I've recorded it. I'm going to watch it over the weekend. Um, just 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 because it's football um it's it's good that football's back we are so close now the saints game is nine days away um i was seriously impressed by the browns 
quarterback in the second half, the guy from UCLA, the draft pick, did not expect him to look that good. I know it's only against people who aren't going to be playing in the NFL, but he still did a good job. Um, so yeah, that was that was that was really good to see. I enjoyed I enjoyed the highlights of that. Yeah, and and next Sunday, August thirteenth, we get that same thing with Saints and Chiefs players um, in New Orleans uh, at, at noon um, Central Time. So yeah. pretty exciting. We're getting really close to not only seeing real football, but we're actually going to see some black and gold uniforms and the Saints playing um, some some real football. So um, hopefully because there's an extra week and a half of practice, the Saints and Chiefs play a few more starters, at least a snap or two. Um, yeah, I'd like what, to think Derek I'm, Carr will play the first series maybe. What what I'm hoping that we get a, a couple of that. I mean, I, I think we're going to see a lot of Hainer in these three, three, three games. they got to figure out if we've got a backup quarterback there. But yeah. it, regardless, I don't care who it is. People that are any of the 90 players, I want to see all of them, um, whatever snaps I can. And I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see some, some Saints players uh, playing a real game. So that's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Look for Dome Patrol podcast. We're also on Twitter X at Dome Patrol PCAST at Dome Patrol UK. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Give each episode a five-star rating. Comment on it and set up auto-download so you can listen to the Don't Patrol podcast anytime, anywhere. Say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye, sweaty golf crime donkeys. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.